You're listening to The Grit Splits, a podcast featuring two brothers, Mikey Puckett and Connor Puckett. We grew up as childhood Atlanta Falcons fans. We watch every game, and we love to break down the film. We're paying tribute to the 1977 Atlanta Falcons defense that holds an NFL record for a 14-game season. They held opponents to 9.2 points per game. Welcome to the show. Atlanta Falcons lose 18-12 to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, They look just like our typical Atlanta Falcons that we saw in the NFC Divisional round, losing uh, 15 to, I think, 10. Was that the score? Um, On the goal line, um, just like this week, uh, losing on the goal line. Uh, Again, we had five opportunities uh, to put the ball in, to get points, uh, to take the lead, and to win the game, and uh, just fell short uh, once again, it uh, seems like we're seeing the same old Falcons from 2017. Um, and the, ho- the hope is, is that in 2018 that the Falcons would get rid of some of their demons, especially red zone demons, and that Matt Ryan would uh, step to the plate um, and make the play um, at the last seconds, and that Julio Jones would do the same as well. But uh, just once again, uh, we, we might be seeing the same Falcons from 2017, um, those old demons resurfacing. So... Uh, should we expect another season um, in 2018 uh, where the Falcons uh, continue to miss on some great opportunities or not? Uh, that's up in the air. We don't really know what we're going to see and what we're going to experience uh, this season, but we do have a little inside look from this first game that maybe maybe we have still a long, long way to go before we can put it all together um, and make a good run like we did in 16. Um, initial thoughts, uh, Connor, on and observations uh, from the game yourself? Yeah, I think... I think the biggest disappointment was we were hoping in Steve Sarkeesian's second year that Matt Ryan would figure it out as he seemed to with, with, with Shanahan um, in his second year. It was still rough, but um, he seemed to figure it together, get an offense going. Um, I think the main highlight, the biggest point that I saw um, that was important that was well was Julio. I remember last year there's times, I think they even interviewed Steve Sarkeesian at one point last year. And, um, not Steve Sarkeesian, they actually interviewed other players and they talked about how Julio wasn't involved and they talked about how every day they had a game plan for each other player and that's not the game plan. Our game plan should be Julio Jones 10 out of 10 times. Um, I don't like the idea of him being a decoy, but I did love seeing Steve Sarkeesian get Julio back involved. Um, I think the biggest thing, I don't know if you agree, Mikey, is this Matt Ryan seemed, this, our veteran you know, $40 million quarterback seemed lost in this, in this offense. No, yeah, I love seeing Julio Jones uh, make some plays in this game. He's the best wide receiver or uh, arguably the best wide receiver um, in football right now. Um, And his route running was just incredible. He had Ronald Darby on skates all night. Darby did come up with a few plays. I know he had a pick on Matt Ryan, but I think that was just a a, um, misunderstanding between Julio and Ryan um, towards, you know, the end there. But I'm I'm, I'm loving that we're targeting Julio Jones. I kind of feel like maybe I think he had 19 targets. I feel like that might be um, a little too much. We um, maybe a little too much on his shoulders, but I love that we were going to him. Love that we were using him. You would love to see the other guys be inspired by his play, um, like a Calvin Ridley, yeah. like a Sanu, like a Hooper, and make some plays. I know that there were some drops um, that just really needed to be some snags. Um, Ryan wasn't absolute, wasn't perfectly accurate at all throughout the game but um julio was making the plays love seeing that happening 
um, love seeing Julio Jones uh, make the play. I remember Julio even saying, though, like, hey, you don't need to force me the ball. Um, you don't need to force me the ball. But I'm like, man, dude, we got to get you the ball. Like, we got to get it to you way more. And that just sometimes make me, makes me wonder, and Julio Jones, do we, do we have that personality, that wide receiver? Um, like, if you think of those personalities, like a T.O., like a Randy Moss, um, like a Chris Carter, those guys that were um, ball hawks, um, and they wanted the ball all the time. And you kind of have Julio, who um, has said that, you know, you don't need to force me the ball. Um, is that maybe, to me, I feel like might be a little bit of a stab at Julio um, in a sense of like, man, we need that more from you, actually, yeah. a, a ball hawk desire or that attitude on the field. Well, I think Julio adds an unselfish element. I think he's out of the top five wide receivers, probably the most unselfish player. I mean, I think if Antonio Brown didn't get as many targets as he's got, there'd be complaints. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, the Houston Texans, were terrible after uh, after Deshaun Watson got injured with his ACL um, in practice. But Tom Savage came in, and they still target him upwards of 15 times a game. And he was still even, I mean, I don't know my fantasy team. He was still one of the top uh, five fantasy wide receivers. I think he was number three at the end of the year. So even with the Tom Savage, so... Um, whereas Julio Jones, I don't even think he, he didn't even catch a touchdown last season, did he? Well, he caught one, I think, in, uh, in the playoffs. But um, one thing I also didn't really like about this offense was I feel, like, um, I feel like we're not using our weapons well. I think Muhammad Sanu made the most of his targets. I don't think he got targeted as much as he should have. Um, I also think Calvin Ridley, we didn't find a way to get our first-round pick involved in the game. Um, I think we did do a good job bouncing out of running backs and things like that. But Calvin Ridley, I mean, that's that's a guy we got to believe in. And I think, I mean, he's a guy who really has explosive potential, almost like a Taylor Gabriel. Um, but he's a better route runner, and he's more consistent um, in other areas. He's, he's like Taylor Gabriel, except he has more potential and a higher upside um, running it in the slot. So, um, Well, the Philadelphia Eagles, they held up a mirror to us, and we were able to Look in the mirror and see that, you know what, we have some glaring issues on offense uh, once again. I actually, uh, for how much I hated on Sarkeesian last year for um, his play calling, I didn't really have many problems with the play call, um, the play calling. Um, I did have some issues um, w- when we were on the goal line on that first drive yeah. um, with some of the calls um, there. But um, besides that, I was, I was content with the calls. Um, I really felt like it came down to execution. Um, and I really feel like it falls down on Matt Ryan not executing um, properly um, the right plays um, and, and maybe sometimes um, getting just zeroed in on Julio and uh, missing some opportunities um, to some other players um, that you know just seem to be um, a tendency of his is to kind of just get locked up. Um, I was so pissed off at the end of the game watching that game and seeing that we only – I don't know if we threw one pass um, in the field of play into the end zone. Um, that was actually catchable. Um, Julio on the last one caught it, but he was out of bounds. I don't think there was any, I mean, Matt didn't even give them any opportunity um, to make a play in in the end zone. So like every pass was overthrown or or just a shot through the dark. Um, And then we get bailed out on a penalty, um, which is a huge bailout call. Um, And so we get one more opportunity and that's when you got to win the game. And he overthrows out of bounds into the end zone. Julio makes the catch, but he's out of bounds. Well, that's a, I think that's a problem, too, is consistently I can't help but watch games and think, you know, I know Aaron Rodgers, you know, Tom Brady are obviously incredibly elite, and I don't think Matt Ryan is in their playing field. Um, I thought in 2016 uh, there was some, some doubt. People thought he was reaching the elite level, um, but I just don't think – I couldn't help but think at times, like, 
man, imagine if we had, even if we had the athleticism of like, you know, a Deshaun Watson to extend plays or um, a young guy. I mean, I was watching Sam Donald highlights. I was watching the game last night and not saying that he's the same as Matt Ryan, but I was impressed with his ability to, to spread the ball. I think, I mean, like you were saying, Mikey, you know, Julio is obviously our target. And I think that's something probably Sarkeesian's pushing a lot, but I just didn't, I think the play calling was okay throughout the game. Um, I didn't like that we ran a bunch of – we threw a couple bubbles. I don't really love bubbles, especially in the NFL when everybody's fast. Um, you really have to, as a quarterback, see something when you step up to the line that, you know, you see zone coverage or you see a guy off off your slot man like 12 yards to see um, bubble coverage actually being valuable um, to your thing. But, I, I mean, I just didn't think um, – in the red zone we were t- absolutely terrible. I mean, there was just – I don't know. I just feel like we didn't even we didn't utilize play calling well. I don't think we we didn't run the ball well in the red zone. I just think we looked we kind of just looked like a, a one trick wonder, you know, throwing it up to Julio, trying to get Julio involved. Um, yeah, I was I was just thinking that you know that team what we saw literally on Thursday night was the same team that we saw in the last game of the season against the Eagles. Um, it was about identical um, in style of play. Um, and once again, here we are, you know, at the end of the game with a chance to win, just like uh, last season in the divisional round in the playoffs, and we we let the moment uh, slip by us. Where's um, Matty Ice? Again. So, well, that's the question. Is okay. So you have Matt Ryan, uh, one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league. Um, then you have Nick Foles playing just as good as him um, in the league. Um, th- both of those games, Foles and Ryan, were both um, pretty bad um, in the game. Um, and, you know, that could just be because it's the first game of the season. Both those guys didn't play full preseason um, snaps and reps. Um, but mostly I think that's just um, – that was just um, – you can chalk it up to a first game of the season. But I think um, it was unfortunate to see Matt Ryan um, not really looking impressive um, especially on the other end, Nick Foles wasn't, and I would I would say you know it was a toss up, and uh, the Eagles come away with the win um, because they made more plays than we did. And we um, have we have an elite offense that should be. I mean, if you look at our roster, talent for talent, you know, pound for pound, inch for inch. I mean, we're the one of the most elite, if not the most elite, wide receiving core in the league. You know, I don't think there's too many people who compete with Julio Jones. Mohamed Sanu is a freak. Um, as much as he gets overshadowed by Julio, I mean, he is. I mean, he's always been number two to incredible guys, you know, A.J. Green, you know, Julio Jones. But he's still – I mean, he's a he's a freak. He has incredible hands. He's the most consistent – last season was the most consistent guy catching the football. Um, but, yeah, man, I just don't know. I didn't see – I saw our offensive line blocked really well. I mean, we were running the ball well. Tevin Coleman, I was impressed by his patience and stuff. I just wish – it just felt like we weren't – yeah, Coleman looked like the better back uh, for sure. Uh, Freeman, uh, I know he's injured um, a little bit, uh, nursing an injury. But Coleman looked great, um, looked fast, looked quick. He looked like the better back. He made some catches. Uh, Freeman had to drop um, a few here and there um, and just made more plays, Coleman did. Um, but I love that we have the dynamic duo of them in the backfield. We got to be able to run the ball better. We did not run the ball well um, against this Eagles team. But who really is going to run the ball well against a front seven that the Eagles puts well, and, out every and single we ran. There's a few times. I mean, we, we scored on a run play. We scored I mean, we did. Yeah, I mean, that was just Tevin Coleman waiting. Being a, they over pursued. They yeah, being a freak and just being a good athlete, but like, and being almost a veteran at this point. But I mean, we ran up the ball a few times, you know. I don't know what you're trying to do. We were trying to do zone blocking or something, you know, uh, on Fletcher Cox. And there's a few times we just ran straight up at his side. Um, didn't even try to try to go around him. And, you know, that's arguably, you know, the second best. <laughs> defensive tackle in the league, you know, behind Aaron Donald. And, 
you know, you have to have a game plan. It don't. It kind of just seems like we don't have a game plan heading into games. I know that's not the case, but like I feel like when we're in the red zone, there should be, you know, Sarkeesian should have a, a page of plays that we're like, okay, this is going to. Well, that's where I think it's Matt. I think Matt needs to be able to sit down under the huddle, or not in the huddle, on the play, read the defense, yeah. and audible and check down into the right well, formation and play. And he doesn't do that yeah. enough to put us in position to get points. Um, sometimes he just gets up there, and, and that last drive, watching him, I mean, miss four times, um, just airing it out, um, and then we get bailed out with a call and still miss again. And it's like, oh, my goodness, like how many times are we going to watch um, this moment happen to us? I, I know – I didn't believe at all. Here it is. We get bailed out on the call. I sit there and go, any other team's going to win this game with this extra bailout call? Yeah. Um, and I knew 100% we were just – it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't going to connect. I knew yeah. we were going to throw the fade to Julio. Um, and I was like, he's going to probably catch it. But can Matt put the ball in the spot of field of play? And he did it. And so th- there you go. That's what we, we got. And the results show um, the Eagles made more plays. Um, yeah. The Eagles um, were more talented on the defensive line. Their and quarterback at linebacker had better hands. Um, and, their, and their quarterback was able to catch a pass, um, yeah. uh, make a huge play um, similar to – um, but they did. They just made more plays. Um, I thought that we had a chance at winning, especially when we were getting turnovers on defense, the Deion Jones interception, um, which required no skill at all. But, hey, we got the pick. I was like, we're in a position. Um, but then we just continue to lay eggs um, on our side uh, going into the end zone, um, in the red zone. And uh, that is that is going to haunt us. Um, if they don't get that figured out, um, get ready for a long season of coming up just short. Um, I mean, our defense – I think our defense is, is elite. I really do. I think you even saw, I mean, Keanu Neal goes out, you know, season-ending injury. That's obviously terrible. Even this morning, reading up on, you know, Deion Jones um, with something with his foot. He's on injury reserve now. They're hoping he'll make it back for uh, the, the second part of the season and stuff. But um, I was just impressed, you know, with guys like even like Ricardo Allen stepping up. I think our team, I think we have depth that we need to go far. Um, but I really think our offense needs to cut our defense a break. I mean, we just couldn't. You know, we weren't controlling the game, um, and I think we can do – I think we can do better coaching. I know I keep emphasizing that. I'm, not, I'm still not sold on Steve Sark- Sarkeesian. But Matt Ryan, you know, we've given you the money. Now put your play there. Like, you got to be elite. Like, if I, I'm getting to the point where I can't even defend him being elite. Last season I was defending him. You know, I was like, oh, Steve Sarkeesian first year. You know, same thing happened with, with Coach Shanahan. Um, but at this point, I mean, you're a veteran – You've got to step up and make the plays. You've got to see the line. I mean, even this morning after Aaron Rodgers' incredible game, they were talking about the difference between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, and they talked to Greg Jennings about Aaron Rodgers and how Aaron Rodgers doesn't call out of plays, but he calls like hot routes and audibles. He doesn't shift uh, coverage, uh, not coverages, blocks in the line and protections and stuff. But I feel like Matt Ryan, like we don't have a guy like Tom Brady switches entire plays and stuff. Well, that's the thing. I think Matt can do that, and I believe in Matt. I love Matt. Um, Matt has um, led our team to um, the best run in its history, um, in, in the history of the Atlanta Falcons franchise. We're on the best run ever that we've ever experienced, and that's all been underneath the helm of Matt Ryan, who I love, adore. I think he has yeah. what it takes to win a Super Bowl. I think he has what it takes to win MVPs. Um, I think he has what it takes um, to be elite. I think there's something going on um, mentally, um, something with the system um, that makes him uncomfortable, um, something from even the transition um, from the Kyle Shanahan uh, system to the Sarkeesian system that it has left him in a sort of no man's land um, mentally um, that he is having to battle and fight through. Um, But besides all of that, he was inaccurate in the game. Um, He took sacks that were poorly 
to take, and I can't believe he took him. I was rolling my eyes at a few of them. I was like, once again, yeah. here we are getting sacked like out of field goal range. Looked like a rookie um, back there. And we, and we needed him to step up and to make a play, um, and he does, and he did. On that game-winning drive, he got us to the goal line. Um, the thing is, is we got to score within the red zone, within the 10 yards. Um, we got to put it in. And that first drive, too, you got to score. You score that first drive. You you do a few things differently, um, and you score at the end, and, and this game is, is well in our hands. Um, and, and I would say we would have been a very good there's, team. There's something that coaching staff needs to do. I don't know if Coach Coach Dan needs to sit down with him or something, but you as a player, you know, these at, these, at this point the athletes – are there, you know, and Matt Ryan has proved himself to be, you know, a great quarterback in, you know, I don't know, you know, Atlanta Falcons Hall of Fame quarterback sort of sort of thing and franchise quarterback. But um, it has to be a point where you as a player have the confidence to step in. I mean, that's the biggest thing is Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, all those guys have his confidence. They've been given the helm to take over. And um, I don't know if it's just, I don't know what's going on in the locker with him. It does, like, like you said, Mike, there's something mental. Um, I don't know if it's... Um, having you know felt pressure at times in a lot of situations and stuff and um i'm not really sure but he's he's got to get there mentally he's got to get over this hurdle for us to truly be successful i think our defense is top five elite yeah and i think if we can ride our defense i mean team players like brad johnson um win super bowls uh joe flacco um win super bowls um he went off this nick Foles (laughs) win a super bowl uh last year uh you don't have to be a tom Brady. you don't have to be an aaron Rodgers. you don't have to be any of those things to win yeah. Super Bowls, um, it's a team game, and I think I think we do yeah. have what is the beginning of a championship style defense. If we, we can stay healthy, um, if we can get a better pass rush, um, defensive wise, our pass rush um, was great at the beginning, but the exhaustion towards the end of the game when we needed it, um, it, it was silent. Um, where you know where is Beasley? Nick, Nick Foles had all day. Yeah, I know. And, and where are those um, guys making the play on the D line? Uh, we yeah. got to get better performance out of them in the fourth quarter. Our defensive backs. I think I mean you saw you saw the film too. You remember we looked back and watched, and I was just so surprised. I mean the Eagles came into this game knowing Robert Alford, they were going to target him. And that entire second, I don't know if they made adjustment in the second half, but I just remember that second half seeing almost every Nelson Aguilar. I mean, and Nelson Aguilar, I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a, he's a really great wide receiver. Had a great season last season, but he's their number two guy. You got to understand, Alshon Jeffrey's not even in. We have Des, Desmond Trufant you know, spread out guarding other guys, you know, um, on Zach Ertz and all these things. And um, we did do a good job, I think, shutting down Zach Ertz. I mean, he didn't get involved at all. But we had Nelson Aguilar, especially in the second half, I mean, just shredding Robert Alford. Did you see that? Yeah, we need Alford to play a little bit better um, and figure that out. Um, He's giving way too much space, way too much cushion. Um, needs to be quicker on the point of attack, um, but wasn't. I will say Brian Poole was an improvement. Um, I oh, hated him all last year. I thought he was terrible. But then this game, he looked great. Um, he had a great blitz, uh, came in fast and quick, um, and got to Foles um, and got a sack. I love that. Um, he looked a lot faster. Um, that's a much improved um, player um, from last year. Um, yeah. Played Looked like a totally different guy out there. Um, Tack McKinley looked incredible as well. Um, but once again, you got Dion out, um, you got Keanu Neal out, um, and so the question marks are, it's like, okay, what is it going to look like moving forward with these guys? Um, what is Dan Quinn going to do? What's, what's Manuel going to do um, in coaching them and calling plays? Um, what are we going to see? Um, but our defense, hands down, you hold them to 18 points, you, we got to win the game. We got to score more than 18 points uh, to win the game. Um, I, I hate, you know... Being that way, but it's, it is kind of fun to see, though, a defense that's actually um, 
pretty intimidating um, in the NFL. Now, I don't know whether that's going to hold throughout the season um, because because of injuries and things like that. Um, but yeah, overall, looking at the game um, and analyzing it and thinking through it, um, I thought that the Falcons have a lot to grow, um, areas to grow in. I think uh, Matt Ryan is not comfortable yet um, in the no. offense. I think Sarkeesian looks more comfortable calling yeah. plays. I thought the plays um, that were called were uh, more appropriate um, in situations. Um, no only, only, no one, sweeps. only one I didn't like was fourth and goal on the one-yard line, um, and we're tossing it, doing sweep to Freeman out wide um, with a fullback, um, number 30, trying to make a block. He doesn't make the block, and Ricky. Freeman gets – Ricky Jack. Ortiz. He's a new guy. He got out of this offseason. Yeah. Ricky did not make the play, and Freeman got blown up. Um, oh. If he just makes that block, we do score. But I do, I do want to see he, us. He, I want us to see us just pound the ball into the, into the, into the end zone on that play. I really don't want to see um, a toss um, and, and yeah, us counting on Freeman. That's where there, I feel like you know, there has to be some sort of like – I mean, I don't love Austin Hooper. I think Austin Hooper what, accounted for three interceptions of Matt Ryan's last season. Uh, lost us that Dolphins game last season. That was embarrassing. Um, hated that. Um, but um, we do. If we really believe in this guy, we got to start. I mean, that's our. Other than Julio Jones, I mean, sneak out Austin Hooper. I'm not sure. Um, shoot on the one. Have Matt Ryan <laughs> dive. You yeah. know. Oh, props to Matt. He did run with the ball a few times. I love seeing him do that. Um, and getting us. He picked us up a first down. Um, I enjoyed that. Um, I like when Matt. Uh, takes off with it because he doesn't ever do it. And when he does, though, um, it is kind of fun to see him moving. But um, he did look a little quicker. Um, I like that. And um, I just like that he's adding that to his game and sprinkling that in um, yeah. because I think that just that's just one of those ways when you compete and uh, you take it to the next level um, by taking it off with the ball as a, as a quarterback um, to get that first down. Um, but overall, I mean, we're sitting here. We're, we're looking at this team. Um, I think that we're going to uh, – be decent. Um, I think we have the potential to be very good. Um, but whether or not the question is, is will our offense put it together yeah. um, to take the next steps in the playoffs uh, to get us to another Super Bowl? Yeah. Um, All the pieces are there. I mean, Matt Bryant's. The pieces are there. You know. And the defense is getting to a point where yeah. they can actually carry us. Um, and, and they did almost pretty much give us that game as, as much half. as they could. Yeah, just the same. Um, and so I think we're going to be reaching a point defensively. Where we can lean on them and, and depend on them, it just needs. We got to get the connection with the I wanna, offense. I want to talk about this before before we we move out with on offense too. But I think I've always been a critic of, of Desmond Trufant. I think Desmond Trufant, like I said, I think if you expect these things out of, I have high expectations of veteran players who were paying a lot of money. Desmond Trufant claims to be a lockdown corner, you know, and I see him making pass interference mistakes, holding calls, you know, sort of things, and it's like those are game changing, you know. Those give first downs. Those give life. Those lose momentum, um, and quite—I mean, quite frankly—they're exhausting for your defense when you know you have a pass interference and stuff. Obviously, but I mean, we just got to see those guys. Like, I want to see—you know—like I said, Robert Alford, Desmond Trufant. These guys have to step up on defense, and um, and those things—if they step up on defense and are really locked down, those things will also help for sacks. That'll open up the door for Vic Beasley, um, Jarrett to get in there. All these guys to make sacks and makes plays. Um, we just have our veteran guys. I think mentally, I think we just got to be we got to be stronger. I think Coach Quinn will point that out in the film, um, and I think that's obviously what we've seen. But it is the thing that is so frustrating. Like if we were walking in and we were the Detroit Lions, and you know we had Matt Stafford or Matt Ryan dropping five interceptions, which he did, and is one of like two players to ever win a game after throwing five interceptions. Um, 
But I think I think the point. Yeah, I mean we ha- we have all the pieces there. That's why it's frustrating, um, and it just. I don't know. It just that's that's why we have high expectations. You know, all the pieces are there. Yeah. You know, and I think the I think our pieces are there, um, and the guys are there uh, to make the plays. Um, if we can stay healthy, I think that's going to be a big, um, big reason why we can go deep um, into the playoffs. Um, the healthier team usually um, is the better team. Um, so that's what we want. We want them to be healthy um, and keep them healthy. Um, I think we got the right guys. I think we got the right nucleus, the right core. Um, we're in a position. Um, to do some damage. Um, I, I mean, the NFC South, I mean, the Bucks looked really good. Um, I, no, I don't think, I think with that's Fitzy. a little, yeah, with, with, Fitzy with, with Ryan then. Fitzpatrick. I wonder if that's just a little bit of eye candy. I don't, I don't know if that's really true. We'll see if the Bucks are really actually good. I think we know that the Bucks and the Saints don't play defense. So that's great news for us. Um, we will play defense. Um, and then I think the Panthers are just going to be I mean, they hard locked, to stop. Um, they locked down Ezekiel Elliott for, I think, under 70 yards. That's so. what we have next week we're opening up. So, Mikey, what do you think about next week for the Panthers? What do we? Two things. My question for you. First question is, what do we have to do um, to win, you think? Well, to I think for us to win, we got to be able to um, play a defense uh, that keeps Cam Newton um, uncomfortable um, keeps him from running with the football. Um, he was um, great on his feet last week. Um, he gave the Cowboys um, a lot of hell on his feet. Um, Cam is not throwing um, as accurate as um, you know he has done in the past. Um, his he's a little lazy on his throw. I think we can take advantage of that with yeah. our corners. I think we can make plays on the ball, get some picks. Um, but our D line, our D line has to step up to the plate. Um, but then with Deion Jones being out, I wonder if Cam is just going to have a big day uh, moving around. Tack McKinley is going to have to step up his game there. Um, but then offensively, we got to get the ball going on the ground, and we we got to take advantage of Ridley and Sanu. Um, I can't stand Hooper; he drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, but he has he's going to have to make some plays. Um, but but what I, but what I'm hoping really to see is if Matt Ryan can execute the offense, we're going to win the game. We can win the game if we're gonna. We should win yeah. the game if Matt Ryan executes the offense, hits his targets, and does. And if we do not choke up in the red zone, um, but we will lose the way we played against the Eagles. Um, offensively, we will lose if we don't change those yeah. things. We will lose uh, next week's next week against the Panthers. I think. I think we're we're. This is a pivotal. I think this is a really pivotal week, um, not just for the NFC South. Um, but I just think even for us to prove something, um, I mean, this is this is what it's looking like defensively. This will be probably the hardest. This is probably the toughest defense in our division. Um, obviously, as Mikey just said, turns out looks like the Saints and the Bucks can't do anything. But then again, the Saints, the first two weeks were the worst defense in the league, uh, and then got it back together, finished a top five defense. So we'll see what actually happens there. I don't know what's up with the Saints. It's a weird organization at times, um, but um, yeah, I think you hit it on the head. Cam Cam Newton has to be contained. We have to force him to hit, hit to throw the ball to guys like Funches. Um, and we got to trust, uh, you know, Desmond Trufant to lock him down. Um, we're lucky too. The Carolina Panthers have a lot of really young guys. They don't have a lot of experience on the opposite side of Funches. Um, I know they drafted a guy DJ Moore, who's a speedster. They love. Um, We'll see how uh, how we do laterally with that. Yeah. We have to contain. Uh, we just have to do our job. That's I think the biggest thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I think honestly, looking at our team, um, I don't think we're going to win the division, um, but I think we can be a wild card team uh, like we were last year. Uh, and I would love to see us win the division. I think we have the potential to win the division, but based on what I saw um, 
against the Eagles, I see kind of the same team, the same issues, and I and I and I see us only um, winning, you know, nine to ten games potentially being a wild card team. Um, I don't see us uh, really winning the division, um, but we'd love to be proven wrong. Um, I, I believe that we are capable of winning the division, but also I believe we're capable of not um, even winning a wild card spot. Um, but be prepared. We're going to have some close games. Um, it's just going to come down to whether or not we execute at the end of the game um, and make the right plays at the right time. So looking forward to the season. I'm pumped. Um, I'm excited. Um, I'm hoping that uh, we turn things around offensively. I think we can. Um, and then defensively, big question marks with injuries. Uh, how are we going to yeah. look? Um, but we look good, and, and we look good on defense, which is a great sign. So that's it for me. Um, I'm Mikey Puckett, um, and this is Connor Puckett. And we're, we're, we love doing this. We love the Falcons. Um, and if you uh, have any questions, uh, hit us up. All right. Grit Splits out.